So just on the merits of this being a song, how do we rate it? Just on the level of it being a song that J-Hope from BTS and Becky G have put out. <laughs> we can go one by go around. Um, Jay, you want to go yeah. first or last? Because you seem like you have stuff to say. I hate it. I hated the original. Original was dumb too. But <laughs> no. it, it, it was this is Wasn't dumb. it like a meme? Like I remember it being looking a meme. Song. Looking back on it, yeah, but it's still dumb. I mean, this yes. is like, it's just it's just dumb. And almost I don't understand. Out of all the songs that came out around this song did or like the style that they picked this one. Like, I mean, I don't understand why they couldn't come up with something different. I mean, Chicken Noodle Soup works more for Becky because she has that song called Shower. Again, that's a dumb song. It is a dumb song. It's it's dumb, but it's cute. Becky G, yeah. She's my niece who loves her. That's not good. And she does a lot of reggaeton too, right? Now she does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love her. Yeah, I actually love the song she does with um uh Leslie Grace. What's that song called? Oh sorry. Oh I, think I, know what, I, know, I think I know what song you're talking about. Yeah, but this song works more for Becky G because originally that's like what she was, that's like her style. Now J Hope not so much because he was BTS first debut, they want to be fake hip hop <laughs> so it really doesn't work for him and then his verses and what he was no <laughs> just no so yeah it should, should have just left this alone pick something else uh okay so i remember when the song came out and i remember it being it felt like it was more for the kids because i was a little bit older when it came out uh, and it was cute, but it wasn't exactly groundbreaking. I don't know. Like, as Jay said, it was like a meme. It was cute. It was kind of silly. Um, I didn't really read into it. I still don't really know much to read into it. Um, but when I heard they were redoing it, it was kind of odd, I think. Like, I I understand that J-Hope has this... Um, love for the song because it was like I guess the first one he listened to that he started dancing to or something like that that's what his fans keep saying on Twitter anyways so I kind of understand and I mean yeah if you love something you want to appreciate it but as we were talking before um Zena mentioned like why don't you do a cover like a dance cover why do you have to redo like kind of redo the song and in the same way also like whitewash it kind of in a sense um it kind of reminds me of like the harlem shake mm. when <laughs> all the white people's <laughs> were doing it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know like it just seemed unnecessary and how many times do we have to come on the internet and say stop stealing our shit because you know that the world's gonna put your face in front of it even though technically it's not it's not technically not stealing it always feels like it's stealing because black people never have a chance to succeed with these things it's always like somebody else who's you know white passing or like a 
a different race or whatever comes up and they do the same thing and they become the face of it and they people act like they created it and everybody wants to throw money in it now and it's just like it's, it's just unfair and it's just really frustrating uh and i know that the girl and the dj weber who did the original one uh i know that they're they got paid right so they're like right. great yeah. <laughs> and you know what i will say that i appreciate that they actually paid them <laughs> beforehand and they're they're apparently they're getting cuts of the royalties so keep streaming it because that puts money in her pocket too but also you know black people have a right to have different conflicting nuanced feelings about this and what really annoys me about the conversations is there's a lot of non-black people trying to tell black people how to feel because they love j-hope and they don't see anything wrong with it well you know what it's none of your goddamn business so why don't you keep your opinions about how Black people should feel to yourself and let us continue to speak out against, you know, a lot of this type of behavior that we see. Um, I don't know. I just, I wouldn't, I don't know if it's, I don't know if I would classify it as anti-Blackness, but it kind of feels like that in a lot of ways. So yeah, that's, like you mean in regards it. to the video itself or like how people are approaching how people it? Yeah, are approaching it the, I, I don't really have a problem with the song like the song as I said the song doesn't actually sound bad except for the fact that except for the chorus actually <laughs> that's that's the worst part of it because in my head I keep hearing the original and I'm just like this is not this is nothing kind of compared to it but the verses like his rapping isn't bad Becky G is kind of random i don't know she i don't think her her singing parts were necessary yeah um, they were not necessary no um but he did a, a good job you know he did what he needed to do and i guess what he is known for doing so i don't know it's it's forgettable i mean you know how i feel about k-hip-hop anyways it's it is what it is so <laughs> it's like it's like I, I feel like everywhere around the world it's like expected that people from like the U.S. and even Europe are like expected to like know about and be sensitive to other people's cultures, but it it somehow doesn't work that same way for like Korean people when it comes well, to black culture. It's <laughs> infantilization, of course, of course. And it's interesting to like to tie it back to this video. How you know? Um, I think Jim and you were the one who mentioned it, like maybe a couple episodes oh. ago, where um, in the Korean news they were talking about how like. Um, hip hop is bad and like black culture is bad for Korea. But I then, still haven't gotten a proper translation of that interview because okay. like other people have said so other people have watched that interview. It was like a news broadcast, right? Yeah. yeah, and yeah. So, um my friend who's been helping me with some of the histories who's Korean, she was telling me that it wasn't so much that they said hip hop is bad, but that American music, not so great. Oh, uh, but so, so the one guy that translated it, that did the tweet. Yeah. I mean, then, I mean, even so, like for them to right. say like American music is bad, but then they rip off American music constantly, <laughs> like since the beginning of like music outside of like trot and even <laughs> like trot <laughs> and even trot. The I assume. trot are, I see, really there you go having this conversation but i think <laughs> what video you're talking about the one where they were saying like basically the reason why people love bts is because they have han which is yeah soul basically um and they were saying that 
they basically take like ratchet music and make it better. <laughs> that's totally I mean, the video is still really shitty, no matter what. What'd you say? It's, the video is still really terrible, no matter yeah. what, because it is still like this idea that wrong culture becomes great once BTS specifically does it better. Ugh. You know, like so they're not even saying like Monster X has made horny country music a thing. Oh, whatever rodeo is about. Now I need to listen to whatever song you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it counts as horny country music, to oh, be fair. I've been that. calling it that. But like like this idea um that once uh, this gentrification of music yeah yeah um the one article i covered uh in my cultural appropriation article was chu yun oh she did in 2014 a whole article about how g dragon is like reclaiming or what was it i think it was reclaiming or something um hip-hop and and she Uh, was wrong she called drake african-american no, not. <laughs> <laughs> and and so her whole argument was that um, G Dragon was reinventing hip hop um, and making it better by by deviating from what she called standardized norms. And there was things like like saying that the that hip hop videos here were full of guns and blood and naked women and blah blah blah. And like I will never get over the big bang video where they have a lady on a leash yeah. and like yeah. people keep telling me that, that was her idea yeah and i have consented to some weird shit that's problematic like just saying her opinion her her presence in that video her consenting to being on a leash doesn't make it any less weird and worrying that you have a brown-skinned woman of color on a leash oh, in a k-pop leash. video like a dog and and so the video the the article that Chiano does is like she's like there's no minstrelsy in Korea and G Dragon would have never done blackface and it's like he's literally done blackface literally like he has it's a fact and I don't know there's this just this refusal to acknowledge that Korean people are people and people make mistakes and a lot of times those mistakes are horrifyingly anti-black. Yeah. yeah, and they're not. The same, and just actually. as a notice, we have actually we've covered the whole G Dragon thing and have gotten quite a bit of pushback for saying that actually that he was doing blackface because there is a school of thought um, on the internet by people that have said that he was wearing he wasn't wearing it as blackface. I. Fr- Oh my gosh, I forget. Wait, are we talking about where he had the literal black paint on his face or where he went as uh, Andre 3000? Because that's the one I'm talking about. Oh, okay. I was thinking of the black paint. Oh, the Andre oh, 3000 yeah. I, thing. I feel in and out about the black paint. It's never comfortable for me. I've seen it. I don't like it. You guys can get different colored face masks because that's what you're doing. But the Andre 3000 thing was the one where it's like, this is clearly blackface. He is putting mm. on blackface to be a black person and this happened around the time i think that that oh wrote her article and so it's like how are you missing this really big thing i feel like something like that is probably like 
because K-pop fans tend to try and scrub things under the rug when they happen. Mm-hmm. Because I personally, I have never seen that photo. And it's linked in my article. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah, looking I at it right it. now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, but I, I was just saying, I feel like K-pop fans scrub a lot of stuff under the rug. And that's why people don't talk about it. Don't mention it. You know, let's just act like it never happened. I, I've been yeah. into Korean Twitter like last week and the amount of things like K-pop fans as a whole, but like especially Korean fans, the amount of things that they are able to hide and withhold. Like I never really thought about like actually going to, I, I hate to call it Korean Twitter, but basically people who are Korean who tweet in Korean, like the amount of things they are able to hide is like kind of, it's kind of impressive, but ridiculous. Like, I just couldn't imagine like protecting somebody like with my life in a sense, because I like you spend a lot of your moment trying to cover things up or making sure things don't get out internationally or whatever. And like a lot of times it's the translation sites as well that are gatekeepers in, in oh, yeah. this. So it's like, Sorry, I didn't mean to like cut you guys off. <laughs> no, it's fine. And I think too, like in talking about that, when this video came out and just in case, Jimin, did you have anything else that you wanted to add as far as about your feelings about the video? Yes. <laughs> okay, please. I don't think it was. Um, okay, so quick. Okay, I'll say this. I don't think it was a bad song in terms of like the actual beat. And I always said this, I always thought J-Hope was a talented rapper in the sense that he has a very unique style that I really like. Um, I don't really pay attention to his lyrics because if I, I feel like if you can't admit this, anything you have to admit that he's just not a good lyricist. He's just not like, and he's, it's not nothing about, the words he say, he says mean anything to me. <laughs> like he's just not a good lyricist, and most people like they don't even understand it anyway. So it's like judging the lyrics is kind of a moot point with J Hope. But so that's like musically how I feel about it. I also feel like Becky G's singing parts they were not necessary. I don't know who this young lady is. Um, I don't know if she's actually primarily a singer or a rapper. Cause I, I mean, I, I've heard her name, but I've, this is the first time I've ever encountered music by her. So I don't know if she's a singer or a rapper. Um, she does I both. Think she's, she's both? Okay. Yeah. Um, hmm. And how about how old is, is she? Mm, like is maybe early 20s to 25, maybe. I'm going to see, because that's going to that's gonna change what I say. <laughs> yeah, Becky G is 22. Okay. So she, she's 22, so she's, real, she, she's pretty grown. Is the point. Um, I I mean, I don't, I didn't, when I watched the video, I didn't get talent. You know what I mean? Like that, like, I'm not saying she's not talented. I just didn't feel like she was special. Like I wasn't blown away or anything. Um, That's just me. I mean, everybody to each their own, but going away from the music aspect of it and the talent aspect, um, I, in terms of like the cultural appropriation aspect, I know we talked about it quite a bit. Um, I, I I don't really understand like kind of, it just felt like they threw a lot of things and said, what are the blackest things that happened between 2000 and 2009? <laughs> okay, let's put that all in one music video. Because it was like, y'all was doing the chicken head, but then y'all turned around to the chicken noodle soup 
And then I got the cars on hydraulics. And then it's like everything that they could like scour from that time period. They put it in one video. And I was just like, I mean, y- y'all could have just hit us like one by one with the <laughs> Y'all could have slowed it down a little bit, but y'all just gave it all at once. Okay. Um, at this point, like, I, kn- I knew there was not going to be outrage over it. I just knew because I don't know if, I feel like this is also an issue within the K-pop community, um, but it's like a very specific issue. It is with Black YouTubers. Black YouTubers like that do those K-pop reactions, nine times out of ten, let's be real, they're doing it for clout. But what it's doing is when they do those reactions... First Life. What'd you say? First Life. What's oh, Brit. Oh, yes, First Life. <laughs> Terry. <laughs> <laughs> when they do those reactions and they're just like acting so blown away or whatever, I feel like it's kind of... It's kind of disingenuous, just, but it's also like perpetuating the issue not saying i know that not every black person has to be offended that's not what i'm saying but what i'm saying is is like i feel like they're downplaying like sometimes you'll hear somebody say something and i actually heard this this is kind of going i know i always go off topic whatever but when exo came out with coco bop and i was watching reaction videos um to coco bop and people were there were people who were like basically saying that like these are black people who were saying that they didn't feel like other black people should be mad and like they were going in on other black people for being upset that Kai had dreads. I was just like, I don't, I, I feel like that's a, a huge issue in the K-pop community where it kind of feels like there are black people who are willing to sell themselves out or sell out other black people for the approval of the, the majority. You know what I mean? That's something I've seen a ton of in the past, like, two or three days, like, followers. There aren't that many really popular Black Twitter users in in ARMY, um, but the few that there are, I think they've all been, like, at least initially, they've been like, oh, I'm not offended. This is fine. Or this isn't as bad as I thought it would be, so it's fine. And so you get the narrative that the only people who care are white people and non-black fans of color who just want to be fake woke. And it's like, no, you're seeing more of them because you guys are literally ignoring that black fans exist. Like I just did a video um, on Twitter, like right before we started. And number one, someone corrected my pronunciation, but the video was about how like there, there's a thread. I have screenshots and everything because I'm a nosy little shit of, of these people going, these are just uh, white fans. These are aunties. The one black fan they zero in on, because right now um, there's this, some journalist, Zach, whatever. And he asked, like, I'm about to talk to Hobie. Um, do you have any questions? And pretty much every single person I know went, yeah, we have a question. It's about cultural appropriation. And the algorithm has launched the top questions to, to the front of the of the line essentially mm-hmm. and so you see all of these people who I know are people of color many of whom are black because I know them and some of them do have icons are talking and they're asking these questions and then the flip side of fandom the translation accounts the big named like white ladies who somehow have dominated the fandom are all like no these are aunties they don't like BTS they're SM stands because <laughs> 
talking about chopping because we cannot stop talking about that ridiculous word, you know? And so we're seeing this and then they're like, you guys, uh, one of my um, white friends is talking um, about it and they're like getting, he's getting curious cat um, crap. Like you're a white savior, you're this, you're that. And it's like, I can promise you that the person who's sending that message probably isn't black, but even if they are, don't listen to them. It is the one time I will ever say, don't listen to someone who's saying they're black because I was on Tumblr. I know how, how this works. The goal is to get people to stop paying attention to black people who are critical of something Mm -hmm. and to that the only people who care are white so that we stop conversation entirely. Mm -hmm. Like, White people do not care that much about cultural appropriation. Let's be very real here. <laughs> they just like, get angry whenever you mention it. Yeah. It's like what they're doing now. Talking about this reminds me so much of the um, cupcake thing that happened a couple weeks ago. Um, uh, that we talk about. <laughs> you guys are going to hear, the listeners out there, you're going to hear about this on the next episode. But um it just reminds me of that because there was someone who was claiming to be black. I don't know if that person is black and have like an avatar or anything to be able to confirm, but they were claiming to be black. And then they were saying things. Oh, I don't even want to repeat them. <laughs> like it was those sorts of things, the things you don't want to repeat that were obviously racist things that I feel like only somebody with like a stormfront account would say about black people. And they were saying these things about cupcake and they were saying, Oh, it's okay because I'm black. And then, then you saw like white fans using that as saying, well, this is how this one random black person feels about it. Alleged black person feels about it. So that therefore whatever you say is invalid because this one black person is okay. with oh, it. Killing me. Like people are out here, like some, some podcast with like, 400 followers that is not I've never heard of them in terms of K-pop right so they're completely out of the blue here is getting hyped up the last time I checked the video last night they the video on Twitter had like 12,000 views and they're like it's a bunch of black guys no offense to black guys I have six brothers but they are hashtag the weakest link when it comes to these things. So they're all like, this isn't cultural appropriation. This is actually appreciation. And it's like, yes, um, in appreciating a culture to the point where you kind of don't care about the people you're appreciating, it becomes appropriation. Yeah. But the, the comments underneath are all of these non-black fans and a few black fans going, oh yes, thank you so much for supporting ARMY. You're so great for understanding. I knew this wasn't uh, inappropriate because J-Hope would never. And and like endlessly, you know, like this fandom is purposefully choosing which black voices are worth listening to. And it is not people even mildly critical. Like I'm not, I'm not even hypercritical. Like I... Okay, I am technically hypercritical, but I've said worse things about about Nim June, and that's like my bias. I love one weird. I, like I roast him for his hair on a regular basis. Like, you know what? That is so funny that you say that because um, we had we had a conversation. <laughs> I don't remember if this was a private conversation we had or one of the episode where um, basically um, someone told me that uh, like. I can't stand black pink. <laughs> and, and it's funny because 
while the like I don't think I it's not that I can't stand Blackpink, but I do roast them. You know what I mean? And so yeah. like, like for example, I can sit like if if I roasted this video the way I roast like Blackpink for being lazy or untalented or red <laughs> for being lazy or the way I roast like I don't know um Big Bang I just don't like Big Bang. <laughs> That's just me. <laughs> like YG for existing. I, you know what? I think, I think that's what it is. Anything associated with YG, just for some reason. I, if I really like went in, like, y'all would hate me a lot more than what y'all do. <laughs> y'all really think we hate BTS? We do not hate, well, I can't speak for everybody. I don't hate BTS. I actually, you, if you listen to our next episode, our upcoming episode, you will learn that I think I have a new bias. <laughs> <laughs> I will raise my hand to that too. I know next to nothing about them, but I apparently have something for long hair. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Put it like that. Like I, I mean, look, it is what I it is. Like Stand up, <laughs> I mean, just just come on now. But <laughs> he's so fluffy. Honestly, nineties uh, heartthrob right there. Yes, oh. that's totally 90s and hair. You know, what, like, you know what it is? It's the fact that, like, not only is that hair working, I feel like his whole thing, like, his whole, like, I'm kind of emo, but, like, at the same yeah. time, chill. Like, that works for me for some reason. It doesn't seem fake. It seems like that's who he really is, like, emo and just kind of, like, chill. And I don't know. He just seems like a real person to me. <laughs> so... <laughs> I don't know. He's easy to to like, and and that says a lot because when I first like heard of BTS, I did not like him. I actually thought like I actually didn't understand his hype. I was like, why do people like him when Tay is really uh, attractive? Like he's okay. extremely. Attractive. I love Tay. Yeah. See, ugh. <sighs> My journey to BTS should get its own uh, episode that then would get y'all a lot of shit because it's hilarious. <laughs> but, um, like, the whole thing is just that, like, BTS is really great and still we can talk about them. Like, that's the whole thing. I've never understood people in different fandoms, not just K-pop, like, the Star Wars fandom does it too, where, like, someone saying, like, off in the distance, I don't like this thing about your thing triggers, like, waves of harassment right and, and the funny thing is is bts themselves like in their most recent thing like i think it was namjoon he made a comment where he was like i feel like we never can judge how good we are because our fans are always telling us we're perfect and so Look, they, let me tell you your shit like, your criticism because their fans are always telling they're perfect and i'm like y'all looking at the wrong fans then because i'll tell you yes, what sir. uh charlie should <laughs> not be out seeing you on a, on anybody's <laughs> be happening. There's no excuse for for your for you to be getting out saying by Charlie Puth. I'm sorry, that man cannot sing. So that's just my opinion. Sorry, Charlie stance. No, I don't like him. I don't like him at all. <laughs> like, <laughs> look, I've already like and my whole thing is like talking shit, like in an academic and accessible manner. But it's talking shit. I'm the youngest of like a bajillion kids. My life exists to talk shit. Like, kind of my thing. And so like, I I was already like, oh, I've, I've left the Star Wars fandom. It's incredibly anti-Black. I mean, I told y'all about the shit I was getting. It's not great. And then I decide I'm going to like, stop being a filthy casual K-pop fan 
and like deep dive into not just all of K-pop because I really do like like I'm a filthy multi, but army in particular. Like I'm like oh I I am part of this, and then like to be reminded very loudly that no I am not <laughs> has been um a thing <laughs> this past week, like. <laughs> what they're so mean and like i i get way less than pretty much anyone because if you look at my um if you look at my profile on twitter i don't ping as stan twitter mm. you know i don't my my background for my my header is uh moon girl from marvel comics yeah i'm wearing a bt21 uh shirt that i spent way too much money on but like I mean, those little things are cute. They're so cute. I love them. I've spent, I've spent so much money at Hot Topic that they know me by name. Unfortunately, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, like so. Since I don't ping as Spanish because they're looking at the combination of my header and my profile picture and like seeing the black face, um, I don't get as much shit as people are getting. Other black fans who are active in the fandom are getting, but it's still like it's happening a little like i know it'll pick up more um because more people are recommending that people read my content they're sharing the youtube video i did on hair the cultural appropriation and hair in particular um and i think a few days ago i literally was like if i'm gonna keep doing this if i'm gonna keep actively being critical i need to just like kind of own it and like Prepare for the fact that a lot of people in and out of um, like, so Korean fans aren't going to like me. American fans aren't going to like me. U.S. fans aren't going to like me, even though I really love BTS. I've never had a tattoo in my life and I'm going, I'm going to get, you know, words from Dionysus tattooed on my body. That is dedication. Oh, really good. And I like drinking. So (laughs) it's, Yeah. I don't know. I have so many thoughts and like, I don't even know. Um, I wanted to do a video for my website as opposed to just getting really angry and kind of tipsy and making videos, which is what I've been doing and talk about this. Cause like there are people who genuinely don't understand, you know, who for some reason have missed the fact that black people are mistreated for having hair period hair. Yeah. This just reminds me of the, over the past. Sorry. I don't know. I was just like, do you think that they're missing it or that they're like purposely like they just don't give a shit? So it's like I've gotten like two messages so far from people who who were like, I didn't think this through, you know, kind of hearing this, hearing your videos and reading your articles made me think of this in a new light. So I understand it better. Like this isn't a struggle I personally have, but I can understand it better. So I've had people reach out and be like, whoa. This is this is eye opening. I even had on YouTube. I have I've gotten one new comment, and it's from another black person. She's like, "I I'm black, and I didn't realize this. I didn't think about this." There are and, some black people who don't think about the it, in, until maybe even until they're faced with a situation where, like the one girl who was um, bullied. Was she bullied? It was some situation where these white boys. It's like a gang of white. Oh. Oh, and then Karen tends to school, and then now they're like, she's recanted. I wonder why a young black girl at school that the vice president's wife teaches at may have recanted. Yeah, hmm. come on now. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, yesterday, the boy who um, 
the wrestling match. They the um referee told him uh, to cut his dreads off in the middle of the and the, and the thing is is like that's just the way the hair grows. Like obviously, if you get locked up, you know uh, I shouldn't say locked up. If you get dreads, you dreadlocks, you um you it is a style, but it's also part of like the way the hair grows. It's kind of like if a person would put their hair like a white person just put their hair in like pigtails or something like straight pigtails is i don't know I, I guess the way i'm trying to explain it is like it it's not like it's something like a mohawk with like green and blue colors you know what i mean that's right not obviously not natural it's just like something that you do with your natural hair and then you get punished for it even though it's yours and it just grew out that way like religious for Rastafarians, like they yeah, do that for yeah. religious purposes. Yeah. So it's not just like a hair style. Like some people do it for the style. Some people do it for protective styling. Yeah. And then there are people who do it for religious reasons. So it's yeah. like, are we going to start and, like appropriating like other religious things? You know what I mean? Yeah. The way we do yeah. locks, like hijabs or something. Not saying we should. That's not what like, I'm saying at all because obviously <laughs> there's black Muslims as well. But what I'm saying is, it's like, it's clearly got significance. It's not just something random that like, you know what I mean? Somebody just like pulled out of nowhere. It, I don't know how to explain it. It's, just, it's not inappropriate. It's just something that it is what it is, you know? So for people to take it and sort of trivialize it and make it like into a costume, that's the problem. Yeah. I mean, in New York, didn't they just have to pass a law where organizations and businesses could not discriminate discriminate sorry against uh black people who i guess you know were wearing their natural hair naturally it was definitely it, passed as law yeah i don't know if new york also did that yeah I, I don't know where exactly i thought it was in new york but it was kind of crazy because it's like so that's why every time this comes up and you know especially not especially non-black people who have so much to always right. say on this subject i'm just like it's funny you guys have all this shit to talk but black people get fired black people yes. can't go to prom black people can't do things because they're being pinned down on the ground by white kids who are cutting their hair and it's you know you guys want to say it's just hair because you don't give a to shit. Yeah. And Can just you like imagine most somebody black. doing it to your straight hair, white yeah. people for a second? Like, not trying to I, just be real for a second. Could you imagine, like, somebody telling you that the way your hair naturally grows out of your head is inappropriate for your office environment or your school environment, and it's distracting the other kids? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the whole... Like, not only that, but it's always a part of a bigger conversation. And that's where I, this is why I don't discuss, I don't have any conversations with anybody who's not black about the subject, because honestly, and frankly, your opinion doesn't matter. It has no relevance. And you, I mean, it, it doesn't affect you. So for the most part, you don't care. So, so let's touch on that a little bit. So yeah. do we think that what was going on in this video was appropriation? Let's talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) I said before, it felt like it, even though it kind of didn't. It was like, I feel really conflicted about it. Mostly mostly because I can't define exactly like I, I look at it and a part, like if I attach it to the larger conversation about 
the appropriation of black music, you know, it definitely fits in there. But at the same time, I I don't think what J-Hope did in this video or uh, I'm, I'm not even going to talk about Becky G because I just thought she was like irrelevant to be honest in the whole thing. Um, not even about her yeah exactly but outside of his hair and those twists those gel twists which i mean we understand i don't know it could have been noodles it could have been something else i don't i don't know but i don't think he went into this thinking like um, i hate black people well i mean i don't think they ever go into i I mean not ever but like for the most part like there are a few that i think yeah 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 (laughs) (laughs) but there's a carelessness that a lot of these people go into these things with and ignorance that they go into it with. So I feel like that definitely is in place, especially since he has not talked about any of the criticism, valid criticism about it. Um, But I personally don't think he is a bad guy in this. I feel like he did go into this thinking, I love the song, you know, it means a lot to me. So I'm going to, you know, show my love for it and make some money. Um, and he and he did reach out to DJ Weber. And I can't remember the girl's name. Yeah, I apologize. Bianca, Bianca something. Yes, Bianca something. Sorry? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Bianca. Yes. Um, but he reached out to them and they paid them. And that is frankly a lot more than a lot of people have done. So how am I giving you credit for doing something that you should have done? Exactly. So like, here's the thing. I don't think that J-Hope went into this all evil fingers, you know, villainous, you know, like whatever. I don't think he did, but I think that his response, Mm -hmm. which was silence, um, speaks louder than anything else that has happened so far. And his silence over his fans and the fandom's reaction is also speaking volumes on, you know, where he stands in all of this. And where he stands is he doesn't give a shit. So that's how I feel on that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Nat, you always put into words the things that I... Yeah. And I'm usually not even bad with words. It's literally just when it's time to record, which is like a whole <laughs> Um, But you know what? I really so strongly agree with that. I don't, when this first like happened, I was really skeptical because when I first saw like the promo pictures, I was already like preparing myself, right? Mentally. Okay. Okay. Nat. Um, I was preparing myself like mentally. And then um, when I actually saw it, like I didn't get a malicious vibe from it. I didn't get like a once again, I have I hate black people or even a vibe of like I'm going to go into this like knowing I mean it's weird because I I wasn't around when mic drop happened, but a lot of people who were like on the side of yeah, this was wrong or whatever were saying that he actually had backlash for his hair and mic drop. I don't know if that's true because Again, I wasn't around for that. But if he did, then that, that definitely changes like the way I look at it, the hair situation. But the whole video in its totality, um, I feel like at first I didn't think it was malicious. I thought it was ignorant. I thought it was um, like dumb 
and when I say ignorant, not ignorant in the sense that, oh, he couldn't have known. Ignorant in the sense that, like, he didn't try to know. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. Um, yeah. But then as time passed and I knew he like, I just know he he knows that people are talking about this because I've seen, of course, I've seen people like Korean fans also discussing this, not like how we are, like in the sense, it, you know, just it's more so discussing it like, oh, they're telling their other friends that you know, people are saying that it's cultural appropriation kind of deal. So I feel like I know he's seen the, the discourse to some extent, either in Korean or I don't know how good his English is, but I'm assuming he, he, it's going somewhere if he's, you know, doing all of these collabs and stuff with English speaking people. Um, I, I, you just have to think that he knows. And so for you to just not acknowledge it at all, you're, you're talking about this song every single day since it came out. You got people doing challenges for this song. You got you're doing all this stuff for this song. For you to not even acknowledge, um, even on your V Live that you did right after the song came out, um, for you to not even acknowledge it, it just kind of makes me wonder, like, what kind of person are you really? Um, when, if you guys remember, with Bang Chan and Stray Kids, when he had his cornrows and people oh. were talking about it and they were confronting him in the lives and they were tweeting and they were trending hashtags and stuff, literally the fandom reaction was to drown it out. But while Bang Chan is literally Australian and, you know, he's Australian. <laughs> yeah. Like, so I think for me, the response is that that silence is very telling. The silence coupled with all the content that Big Hit is putting out really, really rapidly. Because um, Boy With Love came out and then like, what, a month or two later was when we got the behind the scenes stuff. Right. And it's literally like, bam, bam, bam. Video, yeah. behind the scenes video, challenge, uh, vacation, box, vlogs. You know? <laughs> and I'm not paranoid enough to believe that, you know, um, Bang, what's his face? Is sitting there like you know, malevolently cackling at the idea of like sticking it to black fans. I'm I'm <laughs> not that I'm not that um, paranoid, but it it definitely feels some kind of way, especially um, because <coughs> one of the constants across BTS. Because um, I actually. I keep having to like redirect my project focus because they're one of the biggest groups. So they get a lot of the content critical and celebratory, but there's this book I'm using called uh, Hanguk hip hop, which is the best book ever. I love it. And chapter five is about idol hip hop and authenticity, which is going to be really fun to talk about um, on my project. But the whole idea of, of, um, BTS boils down to this dude who really liked hip hop, wanted a group that emulated what it meant to be hip hop mm. to the world, which is why they ended up, you know, coming over to California to train with black people and blah, blah, blah. But from the start, that means the perception of blackness as mm. it influences their work is really problematic because you can't learn to be black from spending, what, two months in California. <laughs> Well, according to Taeyong, you can't. You, can. <laughs> <No. laughs> you got to do a struggle like black folks. And you then... need to feel the pain to know what it is to be black. <laughs> that was just the wildest, like, <laughs> no. The most surreal part about that comment is that he was serious. I know. <laughs> well, 
I've like, seen a lot of people like that idea that like one of the privileges of being black is the suffering. Like yeah. at least people are paying attention to us. The struggle. Oh my goodness. I disagree. I disagree struggle so much. Like what? And like hilariously, my most of my struggles aren't actually because I'm black. They're because I have really poor impulse control, which is unrelated <laughs> to being black. <laughs> what it is I okay I'm sorry I just have to say this because what it is and what it boils down to is and not saying this is what J-Hope's like thought process is this is just like a societal issue that I think is pervasive in Korean in all across all cultures because there's one constant I feel in every culture and that's anti-dark skinness if you will even if it's not necessarily straight up anti-blackness, there's an aversion to dark skin, which most black people are dark skin <laughs> or at least darker than the average non-black person. You know what I mean? And so um, what it really boils down to in terms of like, even if they what they think they're saying is flattering, because I've actually somebody tried to argue with me that something that an NCT member said was not an NCT member said something about um cornrows and they tried to um i actually forgot what he said i just know it messed up and they tried to argue with me saying that maybe you just don't understand korean culture because he was actually trying to give a compliment and i was like but was this the thing with uh, the reggae hair yes with the reggae hair but it's not it's not just the, the fact that he says that everything that a black person has in their hair is reggae hair for some reason <laughs> but it's also like the fact that he called it like it's he said it looked like a boiled octopus is what he said yeah which is to me an insult it's not a compliment but with that being said, he was saying like, oh, he says that in a friendly way. Or how they say, oh, Korean people say hook uh, nuna or hook young in a, in a like friendly way. I'm like, what, what you're missing from that is it's dehumanizing because it's reducing me down to one trait. You're it's not about if you're trying to be friendly with it. It's the fact that you think that I'm one thing. That's dehumanizing. Yeah. That's like me saying or any of us or anyone say reducing Korean people down to one thing like K-pop, for example, or kimchi or whatever, like whatever the most Korean thing is you can think of. You, if you can't see the problem in that, you don't deserve an opinion. I don't think. That idea that like, kind of like, like hip hop belongs to everyone is part of the problem yep. that we're seeing that hip hop belongs to everyone. Everyone can be hip hop. So where are black people in this equation? Yep. We're kind of super superfluous to hip hop because everyone else can do it. So black people don't need to. Everybody do it. can be hip hop, but Lil Nas X can't chart on the country charts. Right. Maybe yeah. 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 It's, it's kind of obvious uh, that they, Pretty just, just pretty much just want to take and take and take. And I feel like the best thing that we could do, obviously, besides talking about it and bringing awareness of it, is bending together. And, you know, as you know, Black people in K-pop, Black people in other things, you know, like, especially things like that are more niche, like sci-fi, fantasy, romance, things, things that we are not, <laughs> we're definitely just like, the minority in it um i feel like if we band together and we you know start putting a lot more power behind these opinions i feel like we could definitely do a lot better or maybe you know change a lot of minds uh 
for the idols and their companies and things like that. I mean, I'm not saying that we're going to change the world because let's be real, the world hates black people, but... And it's very large. Yes, exactly. But at the same time, I feel like... And we got to get some of the Amorosas in the big houses. Some people are just going to, you know, like, you know, like I remember when that Jackson Wang thing came out when he did he had the, the hair and then Ben Baller hopped on it and like it was a big thing. And I remember, I'll never forget, there's this one um, Got7 fan who's black and she was doing a video talking about like, it's not a big deal. You guys are being stupid. Blah 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 blah. And I remember yeah. just watching watching the video and being like, "Opa's never gonna fuck you," because <laughs> frankly, frankly, you're. I mean, you're the opposite of what Korean of like, what is beauty oh. standards in Korea. First of all, right. second of all, <laughs> second of all, like you're clearly just saying this because it's against Jackson. I'm pretty sure that if you know you were at school or you were at work and you showed up, you know, with your fro or whatever, and they sent you home, you'd be the first one on social media talking about, oh, and, you know, black hair is this, black hair is that, they don't respect it, blah, 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 blah. You know, so it's it's clear that you're just oh. doing this and saying this because Opa is, you know, he's getting in Attractive. his feelings oh. <laughs> about the situation, you know, and there, there are some people whose minds you'll never change. And that's fine. You know what? Honestly, like, diversity really of thought is fine because yep. you know we're not a monolith we all have different opinions you all come to things mm -hmm. with different opinion different lived experiences and you know that is completely fine i you know i'm not trying to say that we should all like think the same and have a hive mind i'm just saying that like things like this is what i appreciate about you know this k-pop and like what stitch is doing and you know like ginger podcast and like a lot of like what black people are doing that you know people keep Seem, seem to ignore uh, uh, because we we're we're putting our voices out there for other people to see and we're helping to hopefully change minds um but we're also like you know sort of showing a united front showing you know like an example of what you know black people can do like when they actually you know do the work <laughs> yeah if that i don't know if that's mm -hmm. like really um optimistic and make a we are the world part two i feel like you know it sucks and i'm tying this all back to j-hope because you know black people we like black people around the world not just you know like african-americans and you know caribbeans and like afro-latinos like africans like everybody all the black people around the world we're always doing we're always at the forefront of trends. We're always at the forefront of, of, of creation, pretty much in a lot of ways. And people ignore it. People call it ghetto. People call it, you know, all sorts of names until somebody else takes it up. And if yeah. you can't see, like, there are legit examples throughout history. Elvis, you know, um, Justin Timberlake. Like, there's so many different examples of this throughout Justin the world. Justin Timberlake. I love black women. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. Oh, but like, it's there's so crazy. many examples of this. And if you are willingly ignorant to that fact at this point, <laughs> beloved, the problem is you. It's not us. Oh, it's okay. not the people who are mentioning it. The problem is you. And I mean, you can choose to ignore it and continue to, you know, quote unquote, second the teat of 
bang PD or these people. Didn't want that in my mind. <laughs> but you know, like that's your prerogative. But as I've said before, if somebody screws up, if somebody makes a mistake, you cannot get in your feelings about people calling them out on it. You cannot because they, they still did something hope. wrong at the end of the day. He better hope he don't uh, suddenly get a girlfriend because all of this protection squad he got is going to disappear. <laughs> no well, oh, yeah. No. Are they going to the army soon? Because you, like it does seem like they're doing a lot. Like they're never going to go to the army. If I don't, well, well, the Korean government just said that they weren't exempt. So yeah, they, there's no I know, way. But it, just, it just feels like it's been we've been waiting forever for them to, for at least Jin to enlist. Well, Jin, they have time. They have not a lot of time. time I mean, but literally, they do have time. Well, yeah. I mean, talking about kind of going off of what Nat said about or what you guys were talking about the protection squad. I was kind of interested in, in kind of the general reaction to the video, especially from non-K-pop fans. And we all know that it was posted on the Shade Room, <laughs> supposedly by some who claim by aunties who tipped them off. Snitches. Um, they call them snitches. Snitch. <laughs> who tipped <laughs> them off and told them. To them. Can I just cut you off a quick? The fact yeah. that you have to refer to them as snitches lets you know that you think something was wrong with it. Because you only call somebody like a snitch if you feel like they're telling on somebody for doing something that they did wrong. So I'm just saying, armies, maybe y'all should examine that with that uh, internal. Oh, we, I saw a tweet earlier that was like, oh, with the reporter that they're talking to, like, oh, you guys are setting J Hope up to get jumped. And it's that language of like snitches, jumping. Like, mm-hmm. what do you guys think? He's going to get off of this interview or leave his apartment and get jumped by a roving mm-hmm. gang of Negroes and souls? Oh, just- <laughs> the one black gang in, in Seoul. It will be led by, uh, by Han Hyun Hun- Min, of course. <laughs> the, only, the only black person in South Korea. <laughs> like, they are so like I know that they know they're wrong. Like with that rhetoric, that whole oh he's gonna get beat up. Oh my, that is so transparent. Like uh, when um, Chen Lei from NCT Dream had his corners, pink corners. Yeah. That was the the whole thing. Like what last month or the month before, and and literally people were like, they literally I saw someone say SM did this on purpose. So that black people would attack Chenle and destroy NCT Dream combat <sighs> goals, and it's like, you think black people have really care about about random black people who've never looked into K-pop? <laughs> random ass black people are going to be like, wow, this eighteen-year-old. We need to destroy his future. Yes. Okay, so that being said, right. I don't think it was his idea for the court rules and he actually said he didn't want to do it. And I believe that. But at the same time, like this idea that like (laughs) that, like, okay, I know that there's tensions between um, China and South Korea. I know that. I know there's tensions between like when Jimin wore the atomic bomb shirt, was it? I don't want to speak incorrectly out of turn, but he wore that. What was it? Oh, it was like a shirt of something very offensive to Japanese people. Um, and, and so I know that there's these tensions, but 
I just feel like this idea that like companies are trying to sabotage people just because your fave made a mistake or there was a mistake that was made. And I've actually been seeing this a lot more lately with the, I call it the big hit protection squad. The idea that like big hit is infallible. So like SM stands will be like, oh, SM made them do it. But BTS stands will be like, like, they, you know what I mean? They'll like, it's like they cover for big hit. Okay, let me stop. Let me stop. <laughs> I'm getting into territories I didn't even want to go into. And this is why. But I will do I will say that one of the tweets I saw right after, because like I was on the bus when I saw his hair, and like my tweets were like, what the fuck is that hair? I saw someone go, Oh, the person responsible for this is oh shit. One of the producers whose name I can't remember. But it's one of the producers' fault. It's not J Hope. And it's like, you uh, understand that adults make adult decisions, right? Yeah. It's, it's a different situation from Chandler too because of the fact that J-Hope is a full-grown adult. Yeah. I mean, and, don't get me wrong. Chandla, I'm still like, I'm still salty about that. I'm more salty about what Hechan did, but... Um, well, I just don't think Chandler's hair looked good. And that's like another whole yeah, after issue, but it doesn't good. look good. Like, I think the only time I've ever been like, oh, this non-black person with a black protective hairstyle looks good. And I think it was like Tiger JK once. Who? What, uh, Tiger JK. Is uh, this a rapper? Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. Yoon Mide's husband. Huge rapper. Huge rapper. I absolutely no Korean rap. <laughs> yeah. um, um, I just I know him because he's Tasha's husband. Nat, and he is. Yeah. As Nat said, they look like they don't be. <laughs> 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 well, okay. If you think about it, right? That hair type is not really meant for well, things I've, like Lux. I have um, mentally decided. Yeah, I, yeah. I have. It's not a, excusing it. Obviously, I would never. But I was like, for my own peace of mind, for me, if I ever meet him in the future, so I don't burst out laughing, I've decided that he has weave. <laughs> <laughs> because no, because like, <laughs> my hair locks naturally. Obviously, I've done it. It's yeah. a lot, and it's still not great <laughs> because my hair is um, weird and so many ways so like if somebody whose hair literally doesn't do that goes through nope. that and remember they don't wash their hair eh? a lot of times they just i know they, they keep it like that dirty. that's gross i'm like do you just not realize that people with like black people with locks actually wash their locks regularly it's not yeah it's, they don't let they let it sit there and mat and then grow worms and lizards and whatnot Ooh. like oh <laughs> uh, i've seen white people put like peanut butter in their locks and i'm like do you are you serious? Are you a dog with that? Listen, like, they, they don't bathe, so I mean... Well, like, okay, not all white people. Not all. Not all. Not all. The people who have locks mm-hmm. have really questionable hair and hygiene practices. Yes. And it's part of how you keep that kind of texture textured. Yep. You destroy it. Yeah, like my friend's girlfriend was like, "Oh, I want to get, I want to get locks," and I looked at her and I was like, "I would die laughing at you." (laughs) (laughs) We would no longer. Even Jay is snickering in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, no, no, adorable little white girl. This is not your hairstyle. No, let me learn to do a French braid for you. (laughs) (laughs) So. Do we think that this type of thing is going to continue into the future? Yes. Are yeah, we, we going to see yeah. another remake? Was so successful? Yes. Of course. They're going to do... Um, oh, what do you think their next like, like remake it. is going to be? It's going to you know, be a Soulja Boy song. 
So oh, <laughs> oh gosh. I used to, hey, I don't care what nobody say. Um, there was like 57 remixes of Crank That. Like, for real. That was like the little, the old town role of <laughs> my, my childhood. Like, for real. Yeah. So I would not be shocked if that's the next artist that they're going to target. I'm trying to think. Because remember when um, Drake dropped Hotlight and Bling and Jay Park dropped his Hotline Bling version or whatever mm-hmm. that dumb I'm song is? I didn't live through this memory. <laughs> <laughs> it is almost, honestly, for me, it was almost identical to Hotline Bling, except it wasn't good. Uh, so <laughs> Jay Park, I would ask him, like, why is he so productive? <laughs> I have never heard somebody recommend a good Jay Park song to me. Like, I don't know how he has a career. <laughs> <laughs> His career is built on the back of Korea booze. Like, like there are there are some uh, Korean rappers that I've listened to, or Korean rappers and Korean R and B stars stars that I'm like, okay, this is listenable. Right, like um, I would just listen like to one. I don't remember the. Yeah, you um, know what? I, I take that back. There is a Korean rap song that I I thought was a song that I could listen to. It was a song by CK, but that's it. Well, like, okay, so I'm like kind of lightly <laughs> obsessed with uh Zion T. Zion T. Okay, yeah. Song, like the video kills me. I think it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. I don't think I'm supposed to laugh at it, but he's her cell phone. <laughs> He is her cell phone in that video. That kills me. But like, so there are there are rappers who maybe they, they don't get black culture and that's a problem. But they're not wholesale tearing it off of black people and putting it on. Like they're not wearing a skin suit of black culture, aka the Hannibal thing. Like you can tell when someone genuinely cares but doesn't have the range. And then you can tell when someone doesn't give a shit. That's like the best. It, I love when people say you don't have the range. I love that. Yeah. Like, no, that's, that's true. That's very like I I can. Each range when you have passion. Out. Yeah, like Suho. <laughs> like Suho, he doesn't have the range, but <sighs> poor Suho, <laughs> poor poor thing. I like Simon Dominic. I don't know. I'm not really like as I said. I, I've listened to like one or one or two of his. Yeah. Well, you know, I. I said this in the, the episode that will be released. I don't know why I'm saying all this stuff. <laughs> but <laughs> wait, this is not half the stuff I said. But I did say this. I said, I, um, you know what? I did not say that in the episode. Anyway, point is, I said that I'm going to start, like, I really feel like this is going to sound messed up. But I get my black music from black people. So yeah, exactly. I, if I'm going to get anything from Korean people, it's either going to be Korean music or something different that I can't get from anywhere else or it's gonna be uh white music so <laughs> i would rather get my white music from korean people than get my black music from korean people Absol- if that no that's exactly how i feel about yeah. it too like that's why i that's why completely more to some girl groups yeah i completely outright like did not listen to k-hop pop forever Outside of like Big Bang, and that's not even you know. I mean, that's what it is. It's just <laughs> it's, it's a lot of uh, pra- it's also a lot of them noise trying to be other thing, trying to be black, pretty much, but not. Oh, you guys are gonna love um, when I eventually do my authenticity thing because, like, one of the things I'm gonna talk about is Jesse. Oh God, Jessie, uh, okay. Um, you know what? Like, her song, she's ratchet. 
she, is, she, is, she, is, she, is she authentically she, ratchet? Is she like, like, I can't really no, explain it. Like, personality. She just seems straight gutter. She needs some pants. She needs some pants. Okay, she is kind of trying to be black in some aspects, but I think she's ratchet, which is not the same as black. I just think she's... Well, so in her, she's a video with JYP, you know, Big Daddy JYP. Yeah. Where your mama? Video, she, yeah, where she talked about her chocolate skin. And I'm talking to someone else while I'm watching some of her other videos. And I was like, I can't tell if this is the Jersey girl. Because, like, Snooki was about the same complexion, you know. Or if this is, like, that attempted blackness. But Jesse's new song, uh, what, Who That Who That Be? Who That Be? That uh, we watched that last week. Yeah. yeah, so that whole thing is like she's talking about keeping it real, being authentic. Everybody hates her because she is so real. fresh and she <laughs> is so on point and real. And it's like your black sense fake. You've talked about your plastic surgery. You have talked about, you've diminished your own argument for authenticity with a lot of the stuff you say about yourself. If we're keeping it real, like what does keeping it real mean? I mean, we're all faking it. That's the only way I'll be fair. We're all faking it. But a lot of the conversation about hip hop and a lot of performances of blackness by people who aren't black, who will then unselfconsciously claim to be keeping it real. It's like, but you're faking it. You're faking all of this. Stay in Jungkook because honestly, <laughs> I, I, it's the it's, hair. It's hair but also too if you listen to his um music it's all white people music so you don't have to put I brought that up with one of my nieces because I was like, oh, BTS clearly, like, this was when I was, like, deep. I was like, BTS clearly loves and respects Black people. I don't know where that came from when I was saying this to this child of mine, but she's like, uh, you understand that, like, half the artists they talk about and share when they're not sharing Korean artists are white people, oh, right? right? <laughs> and I was like, oh, Did you guys have any last thoughts about the video, about J-Hope, about appropriation about where J-Hope goes from here, where Becky G goes from here. Becky G will go nowhere. I, I'm, I'm, she won't. I just don't see what people see or like raving about. People were like before I had heard like I knew vaguely who she was and I knew people were saying, oh my gosh, she's so, so great. Like she like they were talking about her like she was like, I don't know the next freaking I can't say Jennifer Lopez because Jennifer Lopez is the inauthentic and unoriginal. And <laughs> um, yeah, but, like, let's not go in like, on her. Okay, let's not. Let's not even start. We don't have the time for that. You're right. We don't have the time. But if I could just make one small, I just want to say one thing. Um, J Lo's at the N word and nobody's talking about it. What? <laughs> but the thing is, we I mean, have true. I remember when I'm Real came out and everybody was like, "Don't." And then Ja Rule, the idiot that he is, brought her on. To the MTV movie, music video awards and had them both say it. So, oh, you so, so uh, I just want to shout out to all. She those was like, she was like, in word. Yeah, she was. Absolutely was. And I heard that, and I thought y'all said J Hope said it, and I was like, when is this new? No, well, I mean, I was ready. Lopez, like. I think she is so untalented. She is so, like, she's beyond reductive. I don't even have a word for her. I really think she is such garbage as 
a an artist and as a person who's supposed to be talented she just doesn't have anything going for her to me and i really hate what the situation with mariah's career and how that unfortunately intersected and uh, honestly it's just a whole mess i'm so sorry for written on um jennifer lopez and i'm sorry for if you if anybody in this um group right here is a j-lo stand nope i need to let y'all know that girl is trash so so uh, you're yeah. not gonna go see Hustlers then? Well, uh, well, Lizzo, <laughs> I like Lizzo. I will watch it online if I feel yes, like it. I will, <laughs> I'll do Hustlers the same way I do I do K-pop music. <laughs> so you can pretty much figure that out. Okay. Any last thoughts? Of, any more thoughts about the video? About anything that we discussed? Jay, you have any last thoughts? They could have done something else. Really, I don't understand why. Why they didn't do anything else besides this. I mean, and like I said before, like this really worked more so for Becky G because this is like more her style. With J Hope, it's just like I'm not surprised <laughs> that he did what he did because that's just how K-pop is. So I'm not surprised he did it. I guess I was expecting a little bit more from Becky G. And that's that's it. I mean, I I don't know. I hope that they nobody else tries to pick another song like this and re and redo it because it's gonna be trash. <laughs> <laughs> do something else, please, please. BTS has you know, been telling us since twenty eighteen. You can't call them artists. You can't call them idol. They are who they are, and they are not gonna change. Uh. They said it out of their own mouth. <laughs> so BTS can't be nominated anymore for any of the Korean awards. That's great. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean. 17, now's your chance. <laughs> <laughs> 17 just deserves all the awards. Like, for real, for real. So talented. They have a new song out, right? Yeah, yep. watched it last week, I think. And it really, talent, you don't understand how much, like, I think sometimes when people, like, or get trapped in sort of the K-pop bubble for so long, they forget how important talent is. It's true. It changes everything, like for real. That's true. why I, when I discovered Day Six, like a couple weeks ago, whenever I posted it on our Instagram, I was like pleasantly surprised. It would it reminded me of everything that I used to get out of like my um, alternative rock phase and like my punk rock phase. The two thousands, the two thousands were great. Yeah, the 2000s are great. I'm, I'm gonna be real. I still love Mr. Paramore. I still love Mayday Parade. I still love, I still love some of those songs from that time, like from all time long, all American rejects. Like I really listen to some of those songs still. But they just reminded me that like you don't have to do whatever it is chicken noodle soup was in order to like have like you know what I mean. I, okay, they are successful, but I think they're successful, but but I can see why they're not as successful because they don't dance or whatever. But they play instruments, so that's like a good substitute. People in Korea keep complaining about K-pop idols being untalented, but then you have talented <laughs> idols and talented artists, and they don't support them. So what's the truth? Yeah, 
I mean, so, dance is a talent. Don't get me wrong. It's a talent that most oh, people sure. don't have. But at the same time, it's a talent that most idols still don't have. So it's just like, it's like. I mean, Cupcake didn't lie. I mean, she really didn't. They just got mad. <laughs> well, I, if you ever want to. Okay, you know what? I was going to say something really rude, but never mind. No, say it. Say it. <laughs> I was like, every she time. She didn't lie. <laughs> every time I think about idols dancing, I think about that cut clip of Chunga on Produce 101 where like sh- every time she does like one move it, it flashes to somebody in the audience going oh ooh, and it's like <laughs> it's literally like so easily impressed seconds of her dancing in a 40 second clip and it's just reactions from other people <laughs> them playing back the same move <laughs> that is so funny because the thing is people like K-pop groups have real dancers, but because the other group members can't dance, they don't get to really show that they are dancers out like in the group dances. If you oh, yeah. So yeah. a lot of times they they lose the talent if they don't like regularly do their own thing and like freestyle and whatever, right? They lose that natural born talent because instead of doing their own thing, they're doing what everybody else is doing and not exactly and you know the two-step and the body roll that's all they're doing that's it (laughs) Um, and they they see walking out here (laughs) that video for uh uh-oh was a mess like everybody i think the thing that got me a lot with um with the current conversations about about chicken noodle soup was that one of the biggest or one of the most popular translation accounts had just dragged um g idol or whatever for that oh, ethnic yeah. thing right she made a thread you know talking in english and in korean about how you know cultural appropriation is bad and then when it came to chicken noodle soup and the conversations black fans were having she made one tweet and then poof away and it's like you really do need to keep this energy you can't just be like oh okay um my guy's messed up but he messed up with love and he's seen a black person before in person You know, like, I don't know, because I, again, very nosy, so I've seen so much. I don't, I don't see anyone canceling J-Hope. I see people at all. You know, like, they're like, what is this? This is bad, or this isn't my thing, or this hurts me. But no one's going, well, you should never make music again. No one's saying that BTS deserves to lose all of their awards. No one's saying any of that. People are hurt. They're frustrated. Maybe they're angry, but they're not like, well, end of BTS. No, they're trying to figure out how to stand or unstand this group. And yet it's being treated like an attack. And it's primarily like it's really weird to being this to be in the space where black fans are ignored, but also black fans are the people attacking J-Hope somehow. It's like we it, don't exist. White no people such, are the ones talking, but also there's no such thing as logic when you're dealing with a lot of these people they only see what they want to see like the whole idea of constructive criticism being hate absolutely like it's just nonsense and as you said like you can give them as many receipts as you want they're still going to be 1000 percent pushing that crazy ass agenda that don't make no sense anyways and so like at the end of the day it's like i just for me on twitter i block people for the most part 
I love yeah. that. Like, I just... I just I go in and I'm like okay well you know this is all my dash this is nonsense or I'll be looking for something about an artist or whatever and I'll see you know these kind of tweets and I'm just like block 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 because there's no reason for me to waste my time my infinite I'm sorry my finite amount of time on this planet arguing with with dummies I mean maybe 10 years ago I would have been right there arguing with these people but now I'm just like I don't it there's no purpose they don't yeah. matter in in the grand scheme of things and j-hope is gonna do what j-hope wants to do like when he yeah. braids he before i think this was like a pure a previous um incident he my job sorry are you talking about my job maybe i don't know i, I don't really follow bts like that but okay. um i saw the pictures and i saw people making comments about him and the braids from before and he looked really proud to have that hair and he looked like he didn't give a shit. And I don't think he apologized, though, to be honest, BTS, I don't think they've ever apologized for anything outside of Ratman apologizing for plagiarism. Yep. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that's another He's thing. Like, <laughs> His apologies, A, aren't that great, and B, don't cover the rest of the group. It's not a group project. No, no, but also, too, like, I mean, to spin off of that, like, a lot of people always want to say like, oh, they've learned their lesson. They are doing better. This was like so long ago. And I'm like, first of all, like knowing Korean culture, knowing that these people like shave off their heads and they do deep bows and they go into reflection whenever they, they mess up. You're going to tell me that they've apologized. What What is this? This is not an apology. This is like pretty much just them ignoring the problem. And, and people are doing a general like, oh, you know, like things in my past that I regret that I wish yeah. I didn't do. Like he never actually apologized for like his hair. He was just no. like, I know why people were uh, really yeah. angry at us. That's yeah. not an apology. Yeah. You get that we were roasting you. You're, but like, yeah, not it, enough to like guarantee that it'll never happen no, again. No, like most of these people, I, I, it is very rare for a K-pop idol to come out and say, look, I did exactly this. You know, when it comes to black issues, obviously, um, I did exactly this. And I shouldn't have done exactly this. And I apologize. I will do better. I have. I. I don't think I've actually ever seen that. No, I think when it comes it. to the black issues or in general, black issues, not in general, because you know, if they if they insult white people, they're right there front and center apologizing, or if they like seen with a girl, and they're sorry? apologizing. So, or if they're seen with a girl, exactly, exactly. Um, but like. I have- I will say I have seen an idol apologize for something that was insensitive. Um, was it the middle hair? That particular idol did not. It wasn't against black people. Oh, okay, I'm and trying to think. Like, no, there was some, there was an idol group that screwed up. I don't know. If, um, oh, it was friend? Was it Jay oh, friend with the hair? Mama Mama apologized for the black face. Okay, well, brown face. That was probably black face because nobody seems to get that Bruno Mars isn't black. No, he's not. Yeah, why do people? Think so, he, well, you know, I don't know. I don't know why I even said that. Of course, I know why. <laughs> yeah, exactly. he's brown. Exactly. Uh, but uh, I mean, okay, let's see. Count. Uh, can you? Maybe that's one. I think G Friend when they had that whole fake Rasta thingy, like lock. I think they they did that like. Or maybe it was Oh My Girl. I don't know. One of those groups did it on like an idol show. And I think they apologized outright for that. Dreamcatcher um, did. They had an incident with, uh, with the yeah. wig. Yeah. Yes. 
Yes. The whole name is a hot mess, though. That name is but, a hot mess, yeah. <laughs> it sucks because, like, I want to love their their concepts, and it's like, your name. Oh, Pain. yeah. No, I'm... Yeah. Um, I think maybe one of the multiple members of Super Junior that have done blackface may have apologized. Oh, no, 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 no. Super no. Junior is the worst no. to ever debut. I'm sorry. They They're have so- not apologized. No. I think, um, what's his name? Uh, the actor guy, the main acting guy who's supposed to be the... The one sorry? who was like... Oh, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> no, it starts with an S. I can't remember. He's the one who... Um, oh. Yeah, yeah. Remember when he... Um, he made those homophobic comments. He tried yeah. to. Uh, I think he did apologize for it, but then, but he also follows Trump. So I don't know. Like, there's uh, no truth there. So, <laughs> yeah. Trump no, no. definitely doesn't want to follow him. But you know. so, yeah, Super Junior is. Uh, I mean, uh, Lee Took himself is like gross. He's a garbage can. Yeah, gr- gross. Uh, Shin dog. The chubby yeah, one says cool. he won't. Well, like, thing chubby girls, yeah. yeah, it's like, weird. <laughs> like, look in the mirror, my man. <laughs> you are not <laughs> that. perfectly okay for Korean men to be sloths, basically fat. <laughs> like, I am comfortable in my chunkiness, and like, I'm not gonna let like like my nieces. She used to be like really obsessed, and I don't understand how she's 13. I don't understand what Super Junior holds for her, but she was like really invested in them. And then I was like, to return the favor of you guys constantly, you know, showing me horrible things that my idols have done. Here's a list of why Super Junior is problematic, and I read them to her, and I showed her the pictures, and she was like, what? Oprah? What? Yeah, because he did blackface as Oprah. Like... And as Nick Fury. The other dude did Nick Fury, yeah. 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 So, and then someone else did, like, a Lawrence of Arabia kind of thing, which... Yep. Is, yep. Like, <laughs> it's all kind of Trudeau's blackface instances in How one group. they haven't disbanded yet? Like, I've been on this super... Get super because they've rejuvenated. Right? They've been reborn as a Latin group. Yeah, so quarter <laughs> now. I mean, they don't even chart in Korea anymore. They just go around the world making money off their tours. Yeah. Like, that's that's what they, they do now. so big in Latin America. K-pop in general yeah. is huge in Latin America, but especially, oh, yeah. like, the second-gen groups, Suju yeah. being the main one. Well, Brazil and is, like, a huge market. why. Um, you stand anybody. They will. That's they will. They'll stand anybody. <laughs> you said who stands anybody? Yeah. They will. You know, anybody that's got light colored skin. Yeah, pretty much. Look at those stuff. <laughs> like those South American countries love CW shows. Like love, love, love. <laughs> and I remember when I was into TVD, and they went to Brazil and they did all these like cons, and like they were the Brazilian fans are actually as racist as you know the white folk <laughs> Like it's exactly yeah. the same thing, just in a different language. Well, because a good portion of I mean, it, I what people fail to realize about, not you guys, but what people fail to realize about like Latin American countries, I think people have this idea that they're, they all look like, okay, this is not my opinion. I think a lot of people think this though, that every single person who speaks Spanish l- looks like a person who comes from Mexico without realizing that you can be like Afro-Latina and you can be white Latina, which is what JLo is. 
you can be a white Latina. If people just like, I, th- I feel like I really hate when Latinas be like, I can't, I can say it in work because I'm Latina. And I'm like, you're white though. <laughs> like, you're not. Yeah, look at Adrienne Bailon. She did that like DNA test and she oh, yeah. was so surprised to see that she was like mostly white. And I'm just like, girl, look at you. Are you kidding like, me? Are, are you, you stupid? stupid? <laughs> <laughs> you but, oh, even speaking about like Latin people being racist. Uh, there were some, with all these discussions, some Latino girl wrote the word for lynch in Spanish on top of criticism of J-Hope and then okay. tried to be like, oh, you guys don't get it. I'm not trying to say that. Oh, and try to gaslight. Oh, this is the second time this has happened then in K-pop fandom recently because someone else wrote like a whole like, um, we should lynch this person sentence on top of someone else's criticism to a Black fan. And then when the Black fan was like, I have Google Translate. Yeah, I know. Like I'm not. They were like, uh, in my country, we don't do that to black people. Surely you must, since yeah. you are saying it to one. Well, it's I remember too when um, remember that whole thing happened with Tian and Wiz Khalifa <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> at, yeah. at the Mamas or whatever. Um, <laughs> I remember there being like somebody photoshopped a picture of Wiz like as a slave wrapped around like. Uh, this this boat thingy and Taeyeon was like the master with the whip and it was actually a brown person from India who was spreading that around and it was crazy because then they tried to be like oh I didn't know I didn't understand I just saw it and I was so mad at Wiz that I put it up and everyone's like you are a dirty bitch shut the fuck up and delete your account you know like it was it just reminds like, me of how people are like uh, caping about um, the Kunta Kinte situation with, I think, I, I'm not going to say these things as fact, allegedly, because I don't, I can't, I don't know for sure, but allegedly um, JB from GOT7 named his dog Kunta Kinte. Mm. And people were saying, you're mocking something that's like slavery oriented. People were saying, well, people in Korea don't know about slavery. I'm like, uh, yeah, they do. <laughs> Like they, yes, they, if they don't know anything else about Black history, they know that they literally <laughs> their curriculum. Like it's not something that is just like hidden from the world. Like I don't know why y'all think this. So don't sit up here and try to tell me, person who made a lynching joke that you had no clue what lynching was or that it was relevant to Black people's plight, and that you made that joke about a Black person, but you wouldn't have made that same mm-hmm. for a white person. Come and on now. The thing that kills me about all of this is that. Uh, what would Korea be without the U.S. Army? The U.S. Army that employs oh tons of black people who are listed Don't there. Don't get me started. Working. You know I'm a history. Okay. Don't get me started. Look, I have I have so much beef because like to bring up T.K. Park again, who hopefully doesn't know I exist. His whole argument that why K-pop can't appropriate black culture is he basically acted really? like when the Korean War started, like black people got off the boat with boom boxes playing Grandmaster Flash and forced Koreans to spit rhymes. That's stupid. You know, what? like that idea, like, yes, yeah, US <laughs> imperialism and culture is a problem. But he he directly is like like one of the the words he wrote. Like if you want, I have a video and it's like fifty minutes long because I was mad. But it's he's talking about how like at one point he's like, if you care so much about cultural appropriation, why don't you go back in time and stop U.S. imperialism or stop the you stop GIs from playing uh, American music so that. <laughs> Yeah. yeah right well, like, yeah, not like, like, what do you want me to do about that oh you know so his whole thing like so like 
I, I literally, I was so angry. I called a white friend to yell. Think about that. I called a white person to yell about a Korean's anti-blackness. I was that mad. And I was like, if I had a time machine, no shit, I would, I would end U.S. imperialism because I would not have the U.S. because I'm black, you know? But like this idea that black people are the reason black people aren't liked essentially or black people like, like that, that idea of, of cultural appreciation as of, as a problem that we started, like, of course, J-Hope, Taeyeon, everybody everywhere has to be black in their music is because the U S okay. That's not how that works. Yeah, like, I don't get why people, I, I've heard the argument before, I know exactly what you're talking about, and it's like, do you, did you forget the whole entire part of this conversation when uh, Black people were forced, like, to, to assimilate to white people's standards? Did you forget about that whole entire portion of our history and how we were not the agents of imperialism? That was white people? Oh, but, but. But we got Black Panther and the BET Awards, so yeah, we so, are privileged. Well, you know, if you guys, you guys have this, this, and this, then you guys have representation now, so you should be standing up for us to get the representation. And I'm like, okay, I don't really mind necessarily, like, standing, like, you know, using my voice with others. How, what I do mind is you telling me that it's a requirement because you suddenly think I have privilege now. Especially How about you do it for yourself? Okay, and these are going to be hot takes, especially when the Koreans, for the most part, have locked Black people out of the Black hair industry and making them close all their stores because they want to make all the money off of us, but they don't want to give us any uh, power or autonomy when it comes to our own beauty standards. Or when, you know, you have these Asian delegations in, in who have joined with some of the Republicans to fight affirmative action. You take a look at all of this crap. And you're just like, <laughs> like, why are you even speaking? Like, why are you even thinking that you're contributing to anything at all? Like at this point. And I mean, like, you know, you want to have your own Black Panther or your own, you know, make know Beyonce, make it, do it. Do I would love, it. I will definitely like, honestly, I, don't mind like as Jimin was saying like I don't mind using my platform to talk about other people other issues things that have nothing to do with me that I think that are important I have no problem doing that but as soon as you open your mouth and say like oh you got BT we need to have our own like why are you even mentioning BT like what the hell does that have to do with anything you know like yeah. what why is it that whenever something happens to, whenever something good happens to black people it's like oh well it happened to you so now it has to happen to us yeah Why don't you go and make your own lane instead what of what it is writing oh, rough I, on ours Sorry. the hot take is brewing the hot take is brewing i have to say what it is it's because you oh man this is such a hot take and this is this is i don't know how i feel about saying this i'll go ahead and say it the reality of it is is you think you deserve it more than i do that's what it comes down yeah, to. I, I absolutely believe that as well. That's why you feel like if we have it, that why, why don't I have it? Because you feel like you deserve it more than I do. Because for some reason, your rights as and your liberties as a free person are more important than mine. And then on top of that, like the thing that really, really frustrates me, and this is something that I had to work through, like, like a while ago. But it's more, it's it's about the fact that people think that 
because of white supremacy. People think that there is limited room at this table. And if a black person gets it, then, you know, Asians don't get it or Latinos don't get it or like other people don't get it. And it's all a form of white supremacy. So imagine yeah. what we could do if we, if everybody, every person of color on this planet was like, fuck white supremacy and actually, you know, took back our shit, number one, <laughs> got the reparations <laughs> that we deserve, number two, and pretty much started to take ownership and autonomy and dismantle, dismantle all of these systemic institutions that are built pretty much to put us at the bottom and to keep us fighting like, like frankly, morons. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, like there's like, it's, it's kind of like what rich people do to poor people. Rich people yeah. take all no, this money and they make, they make all these poor people think that it's the poor people's fault that they're poor. That they're like, poor. what? Are you even kidding me? Like, it's because you didn't do this, this, and this with your money. Yeah, you didn't invest properly. What am I going to invest? I got two pennies. What do you want me to invest? It's like, <laughs> you know, you guys like people people saw Black Panther and like it became a movement, it became this huge thing, and everybody was so into it. And then talking about like, oh, why don't I we should have our own Black Panther? And it's like, dude, why are you getting mad at us? We have the one movie. There is Ant-Man, <laughs> Spider-Man, uh, there is uh Iron Man, there's Thor. Like, oh, like, that came in our conversation about the little mermaid. Oh, <laughs> you remember that whole debacle? Yes. But then yes. when it came to campaigning for Jimin to be Prince Eric, suddenly I can't see no more. I can't read no more. I don't know. <laughs> it's suddenly like, come on now. It's so transparent. So annoying. Well, on that That's note, it was a great discussion. Um, thank you to everyone that watched us tonight. And by the way, we will be posting uh, the audio from this on to our SoundCloud. Um, so anybody that missed the live stream or just doesn't really go on YouTube can also listen to it, an edited version. And uh, of course, you can always drop by and give us your thoughts about the discussion, um, your opinions um, on NYA Netizens on Twitter, our Facebook on Not Your Average Netizens, our Instagram at Not Your Average Netizens, and our Gmail at Not Your Average Netizens at gmail.com. And thank you guys. I want to thank Stitch again for um, Zena for coming and being a part of our discussion. Um, Thank you so much for having me. Yes. yes. Really yes. I'm back again. Yes. yes. Look, let me talk a bit about Jay Park and I'm in. <laughs> of course. Well, our Jay. whole platform is dedicated to trash and Jay Park. Trash and Jay Park. I yes. Could. And yes, absolutely. Anybody have any shout outs? Just... Right Shout out to my girl Jessica who just dropped a track and completely ignored it to go to Fashion Week in Paris while she's being sued for over a million dollars. So you know, shout out to people. Who, <laughs> shout out to people who just live in their best life, don't care. They got more money, but no problems. So shout yeah. out to her. Um, Any others? Yes. Shout out to Duke. Um, uh, what a Caucasian king. Um, <laughs> We can't wait to hear your new um, mixtape. Uh, yeah, just keep 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 having that long hair. Never cut that hair. Yeah, it looks no, good. It looks never good. keep it keep it. It works for you. Okay. Any others? 
All right. Well, again, thank you guys for listening. It's been great. And we'll see you on the next podcast. Bye, y'all. Bye. 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 <laughs> Late. <laughs> Late. <laughs> <laughs>